you're listening to Kindful Conversations, the podcast. I'm Hannah. I'm a meditation teacher and mindfulness coach, and this podcast is all about helping you to create calm amongst the chaos of everyday life. I'm here to help you feel better and to consciously and mindfully transform your life. I can't wait to share today's episode with you, and I hope you enjoy. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm sitting on a very squeaky chair today, (laughs) so I will do my absolute best not to move around too much and make unnecessary noise, but yeah, I'm glad to be back recording a podcast for you today. I hope that everyone's been having a nice couple of, a nice week since we last spoke. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, it's May. It is May. I'm recording this on the 1st of May and I can't believe that we're in May. Like I know everyone's probably feeling the same, saying the same thing, like how is it May? But seriously, I don't know. (laughs) And I am excited about this month because I really feel like there's this big movement in May with Mindful in May. So this is you know, this whole initiative to get people practicing mindfulness and meditation. So I feel like this is going to be a good month. I have a lot of content planned. I have a lot of things that I want to talk about. I have a lot of ideas, things to share. So yeah, welcome to Mindful May. Today, I will be talking a bit about mindfulness, but I'm mostly going to be talking about why we find it so hard to be mindful, why we find it hard to be present and to live in the now, why we struggle to just be here and appreciate what we have right here and now, because I don't always feel grateful for what I have. I don't always feel like I'm present. I struggle with it too. And it's something that I'm constantly having to practice. So I've been thinking a lot about it lately and I thought, why not share with you what I'm thinking and feeling in the hopes that, you know, together we can you know, come up with some ideas to how to be more mindful. So before we get started and jump straight into the conversation, let's stop and take a nice, deep, conscious, mindful breath. We'll do another one of those now. So I've had this question coming up for me lately, and that is, why do we find it so hard to live in the now? Why do we struggle to be present? And I guess this kind of comes back to just human nature. So from an evolutionary perspective, we have this disposition to live in the past and future because our minds have developed so much that you know, we're constantly looking out for threats or, you know, threats in our environment and the way that we can predict what threats may be there is by thinking back to the past, you know, looking back at what's happened in the past. That's the the best way that the mind is able to predict what could happen in the future. You know, we learn from past mistakes and this is just part of being human. You know, you, you touch your hand when you're a child, you touch your hand on something hot, like a, you know, hot a heater or a flame and you burn yourself and you learn 
not to do that again. That's just part of being human. And so, you know, this is a good thing that we have memory and we have that, you know, built into our minds and our subconscious to do certain things or not to do based on what's happened in the past. And it also can help us to plan for the future. But what I think a lot of us have come to realize is that this mind being constantly active and constantly in the past and the future and, you know, not, not focused on what's happening here and now it's, it causes stress. It can be really unhelpful in our day-to-day lives because we are either living in the past, you know, dwelling on things that have gone and that have, that have happened that we can't change. We can't go back and change the past. I say this all the time. And I think it's just a really good analogy as well about mindfulness is the fact that, you know, we can't go back and change what's happened already in the past. And we also can't fully predict what will happen in the future. And this past year with the global pandemic has been a really good example of that. I mean, nobody could have really predicted what was going to happen in 2020. And so we never really know what's ahead as much as you can make some plans and you can you know, put plans in place to support your future and to have goals and, and things to work towards. We really can't know what's in store. You know, life is constantly throwing different things at us. There's always going to be new challenges, new obstacles. So having this constant worry about what's in the future and and that unknown future also causes us stress too so really where we can find peace of mind and comfort and safety is in the present moment and like I say I feel like a, a broken record now I say all the time the the present moment is all we ever really have and it's true But it doesn't stop, knowing that doesn't stop us from still having a wandering mind, still having that tendency to think in the past and future and to not be here now. So I guess that's what I'm going to be talking about today is why do we struggle so much with presence and with being here now? And and also why are we never just happy with what we have? Why are we always thinking to the or looking to the future to things in the future to make us happy rather than just being content here and now and I do believe that mindfulness is the way through it's the way the way to find that inner peace and that that satisfaction but how do we do it when it's so hard it is so hard to not let our minds wander And that really is part of our meditation and mindfulness practice is to continue to notice, become aware of when we're not here, when we're not in this moment and to bring that attention back and just constantly do that. Every single moment that you notice you're drifting off, bring that awareness back to the present. And now I I do want to say also that it is good to give ourselves space to dream as well. I think there's nothing wrong with allowing ourselves to picture a different or a better future. And I, in fact, encourage that. I think that's a really good way to grow is to have those aspirations and to see that different version of yourself or to see that different version of your life and 
to aspire for better, to aspire for different things and for growth. And But the way to get there is through what happens here in this in this moment. So I'm not saying don't have dreams. I'm not saying it's a bad thing to look and be excited for the future and, you know, look towards and have those goals and aspirations. But I guess it's when we become reliant on when we feel like we won't be happy until we have things in the future or when we're, you know, constantly living in that future state or or past state, you know, thinking back to things that have happened in the past and they could be positive things as well. They don't have to have been negative things that have happened in the past, you know, dwelling on something bad. It could be um, constantly thinking about a favorite memory in the past, you know, that's really nice to reminisce. But again, we can't go back there. We're not going back there. Where we are is right here and now. So this is something that's been showing up for me personally in my life a lot. I've been getting back into my yoga practice recently, which has been so nice. And I find I've always found yoga to be like a moving meditation for me. It's somewhere where you're encouraged constantly to focus on your breath. The breath is really helpful in assisting you with different poses and to stay focused and to stay present. Uh, There's also that meditation element that is a big part of yoga at the end of a yoga practice in Shavasana. So there's the actual meditation, but I've always found that it's a really great meditative state to be in practicing yoga and so because I've been going back and and practicing more recently I've noticed just how much my mind has been wandering because in my practice I am even thinking when's this class going to end even though I love it I love going I'm still thinking okay I'm going to go get a coffee after this or this is what I have to do later today and just finding myself constantly thinking towards the future or also thinking like, oh, I forgot to do this or, you know, thinking back to what happened yesterday or the past week, something, you know, perhaps stressful that was happening in my life. So it's been really interesting to observe, even as a meditation teacher and someone who I I feel like constantly practices mindfulness. I'm, you know, it's a huge part of my life. It's been really interesting to notice personally just how active my my own mind is and how much I've been struggling to live in the present moment myself. And again, like I was saying, it really is just a practice and, and the way to learn and to build that muscle is becoming aware. So I am grateful for my recent yoga, <laughs> yoga classes that have kind of brought to my attention just how much I still have to learn in being present. And I think it's just something that we will constantly be learning throughout our lives is how to be more present and to to be here in this moment. And so that was kind of my first lesson through going back to yoga these past couple of weeks. And the second thing that kind of showed up for me and I guess this other question around why we're never just happy with what we have happened during the week I went and I had some time to kill about an hour or so and so I went to a cafe and I just thought I'm going to sit and order my order myself a nice cup of tea it was a freezing cold day and read my book 
And so I sat in a cafe and it was just that time of day. There were all these new mums out and they had gorgeous tiny little newborns or little toddlers or both. (laughs) And there were so many, like literally every customer that was coming into the cafe was a young new mum with a newborn or with a little toddler or child with them. And I don't know, it's funny because... I've taught, I've been very open on here about my miscarriage. I've been very open about that, the journey that I've been on and how I used to really want to be a mum, and I still do one day, but I've kind of, I don't have that yearning to be a mum every single day or, or it's not a regular thing these days for me. It's a bit more of like in the back of my mind, yes, one day I would I would love that. I would love to have a baby. And when I see other people with newborn babies, I'm like, oh, they're so beautiful. And wouldn't that be so nice? But I've kind of, um, and I suppose it was through that spiritual awakening and through that process, I've, I've lost that yearning because I've found that love that I was searching for in a baby within myself. And I'm so in love with my life right now. I, I love the freedom that I have. I love being able to dedicate a lot of my time and energy on things that are important to me, like building up this mindfulness and meditation business and work that I'm that I'm trying to put out in the world. And so it was funny because it does show up from time to time, that kind of pang, that yearning for a child. And I guess it was quite obvious to me because I was sitting there just observing everyone coming in and it was a very quiet still moment I wasn't really doing anything else so it was like right there in my face all these mums coming in with newborns and I've just felt this huge wave of like oh why don't I have that you know it was just that like pang of not envy really it was just a yearning again that yearning that came up and it then just made me realize like, why am I focusing on what I don't have? And it wasn't as if I was being critical of myself. It was more just a curiosity of like, why as a human being, am I feeling this way? And then I also kind of had this thought, well, like, I wonder if those mums are looking at me, those women are looking at me sitting there, sipping my nice hot tea reading my book, sitting quietly in a cafe. And I wonder if they're, you know, inside yearning for that kind of time and freedom that I have, you know, I wonder if they're looking at me and thinking, gosh, wouldn't that be nice to have that quiet time to myself to be alone in a cafe. So it really just got me thinking about this whole idea of why we're, why are we always wanting more and why are we never just happy with what we have and I think it again comes back to that state that kind of human nature to be thinking into the future or or thinking into the past and that inability that struggle that we have to just be present because when we're present and when we're feeling you know, right here and we're loving this moment and we're not wanting to change it and we're being, you know, just 
happy with what's happening. We're grateful and we don't want to, we're not feeling that sense of lack. We're not wanting things to be different, you know, or, or perhaps we're having those emotions come up, but we're just allowing ourselves to be with it and to be curious about it instead, instead of feeling that, you know, sense of lack. And, and that's essentially what I did. I just sat there and I think I have this awareness now through all this work that I've done, I've, I've kind of got to a point where I can really identify emotions as they come up. And I've talked about this quite a bit in previous episodes. I've talked a lot about emotions and why we need to feel our emotions, why it's important to recognize them and to feel them and give ourselves that space to process them. And it was interesting because yeah, I feel like I'm at this point now where I am just so much more in tune with my emotions that when it doesn't mean that I don't still have those painful feelings, I'll use the baby example, you know, it doesn't mean that I don't still get those emotions, but I'm able now to just sit with them and and just be like, okay, I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling a yearning for a baby, even though I know on a, um, on a conscious level that that's not what I want, that I'm actually so grateful for this life that I have right now. And yes, maybe I'll have children down the track, but right now I'm just so happy with, with who I am and where I am and where I'm at in, in my life that I don't feel that sense of lack, but I, I can still feel those emotions. Right. And so I just, I just allowed myself to sit with it and, within a few minutes, it passed. Like I've talked about before, by feeling our emotions, we are able to move through them so much more quickly. We're able to just allow the emotion to do what it needs to do, to be present in the body um, without taking over and without attaching thoughts, attaching thoughts to the emotions. I did talk about this in detail (laughs) recently. So go back and listen to that episode if you want to know more about this but yeah it was just again a really good lesson in presence firstly because it taught me how to you know I was I was practicing being present with that emotion and and observing myself as a human having human needs and and wants but I was also aware of the fact that I was thinking that oh maybe I would be happier if I had a baby or I I don't know, I'm struggling to get the words out exactly what I'm trying to say. But yeah, it just kind of reminded me that it's just so common for us to be wishing our lives to be different. And it's, and we really do struggle to be happy with what we have. And so I kind of thought of some examples or some ways in which we can practice being more present and appreciating the now appreciating what we have right here and now and the first thing that kind of came to mind was to try spending time just observing so this is a really great mindful activity is to just sit and observe whatever is happening right now in this moment and something really good to observe is animals animals are only able to be 
in the present moment. It's something that humans have evolved past. Like I was saying earlier, we have that ability to remember things in the past and, and to project or plan into the future or think ahead into the future. But animals are only living in the present moment. Another thing to observe is children. Children are the same. They're just playing or they're in that state of presence, you know, just being here in the now and up to a certain age. I'm not sure biologically what that is, but uh, and the other thing, another thing to observe and that's really good is nature. Nature is always present. So perhaps just sitting outside in nature and observing the flowers or the clouds. I love watching clouds. I find it just a really nice, mindful, relaxing activity to do. So yeah, the first suggestion is to spend some time just observing. Another thing that you can do to be more present is to do something that you love. So have you ever noticed if you're deep in an activity that you love, you know, whether that's something creative or maybe it's playing a game or whatever it may be, have you ever noticed that you just completely lose track of time? You forget about time altogether. So that again is a really great way to just be in the moment, to be present and to focus your attention on exactly what it is in front of you. Another thing that I think is a really good way to be more present is to enjoy the small moments. So having small things in your life that you can look forward to or having routines can really help you to be in the moment is, you know, appreciating those little things, whether it's having that first cup of coffee in the morning or whether it's just giving yourself 10 minutes to read, or maybe it's your skincare routine, just having those small things to appreciate can really help us to be in the in the now and to not be always putting so much focus and attention on future events another thing that you could try to be more present and to appreciate the now is to practice gratitude i've talked about this heaps as well i've also done a an episode on this in itself so go back and listen to that if you're if you're wanting to give this a go but gratitude is essentially just the practice or the practice of gratitude sorry is essentially just focusing on what things in our life that we can be grateful for the good things in our life and again this can really help us to be present because we're not thinking about what we don't have or we're not you know going back to to bad things that have happened in the past we're just focusing on the good right now, the good things that we still do have in our lives. And so, yeah, this can really help to shift our focus from things outside, you know, in the past or future to what we have right here and now. This is just a big part of my daily practice is practicing gratitude. And I love this Oprah quote. I'm pretty sure I've said it before, but I'm going to read it out again because it is just such a good example of this. If you concentrate on what you have, you will always end up having more. If you focus on what you don't have, you will never, ever have enough. And I feel like this is pretty much what I tried to do when I was in that moment in the cafe is just bring my focus back to these ladies are probably looking at me and thinking, wow, wouldn't that be so nice to have that time and that freedom to just sit and be 
quiet and sit and enjoy a cup of tea and read a book so again just shifting my perspective back to well isn't this just so nice that I can do this and appreciating this moment rather than wishing that it were different and look it is a practice like I keep saying I'm still practicing every day and I'm just really grateful for this human experience and I'm grateful to be on this journey of learning and observing in my own self when I'm thinking outside of this present moment and just noticing my mind going back to things that have happened in the past or or worrying about things that could happen in the future and I just kind of wanted to before we finish off I wanted to make this point of you know while we have these brilliant human brains and minds that have the ability to think back and to remember things and to to plan ahead and to predict what could happen I think that these skills these tools of being able to plan and learn can happen in the present moment I don't think we have to be not being here now to be able to do that so I'll give you an example you know I don't think that mindfulness has to be has to take away from being able to plan for the future but we can do that planning right here and now we can dedicate time in our schedule to plan out and to have those dreams and goals and it's I guess it's just noticing when our mind is not in this present moment and noticing when we're you know, wishing the time away. It's just something that we have to be aware of is doing it consciously and trying not to get caught up in that lack mentality of of wishing things were different or focusing on what we don't have. So anyway, I hope that this has been a helpful conversation. It's something that's really fascinating to me. I find this stuff really interesting and I'm always learning myself. As I said, it's a practice that we have to constantly continue to work at. So I hope you enjoyed. And as always, you can find me everywhere on social media. I'll be sharing lots of content this month about mindfulness. I'll be sharing lots of different tips on how to be more mindful and how to yeah bring more mindfulness into our everyday lives so definitely follow along if you enjoyed this episode please consider giving me a review it would really help me out and i hope you all have a beautiful rest of your week thank you so much for listening i will talk to you next week bye Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it and got some value from it. If you did, please feel free to let me know what you think. Please share this with your friends and your loved ones and anyone who may need to hear it. And if you feel called to, please head over and leave me a review and rate this podcast. It would really help me out. I really appreciate your time. I really appreciate you being here and I will see you in my next episode.